it's, it's kind of like going to see the most bizarre freak show you'd ever want to see in your life. Yeah. Why do people go to freak shows? And our Jacob is the best freak show you can get. There's gonna be, you know, there's gonna be shit. There's gonna be blood. There's gonna be, you know, rape, beaten up, whatever's going on. It's gonna be going on. I mean, you know, if you go see an our Jacob show, you pretty much know what you're in for. And if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be there in the first place. It's our Jacob, America. Listening is your ears brand new test On their podcast you gotta step it up Cause these two dudes are gonna tell you what's up Sergeant Jacob to America So let my bro while I listen to episode of my Jacob to America It is good, you're gonna miss out Here's Nate, they might not be art I think it's short for Arthur It's a podcast Game of Thrones, then yeah. Mexico did it, football did it, Ireland did it, Natural Born Killer did it, Unsolved Mystery did it, Halloween Ghost Stories did it, The Gun Show did it, they did those, yeah! Friday night, so I was like, you know what, I like Lady Gaga, I'm a big fan of Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> so I was like, let's watch that shit. And I actually really dug fucking uh, Stars Born. Like, if we were to do like a top ten movies list, like at the end of the year, hint, hint, wing, wing, nudge, nudge. Um, I'd put it at number two behind uh, Avengers. So, really, as my second favorite movie of the year. So, there you go. and nice. I, I he almost was really cried. Big about it. I, I almost cried. And for me to cry during a movie, like it hasn't happened since I first watched Forrest Gump. I was say it hasn't happened since Toy Story three. Uh, the, oh, okay, never mind. I roll back. Yeah, Toy Story 3, when fucking they, they reach their hand out, like when they're about to get burned up yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that really like fucking touched me. But no, is no, he, no. This, this movie at the end of A Star is Born, like I, I was sitting in a theater and I was like, God damn, if my girlfriend wasn't here with me right now like and nobody else was watching, I, I'd let a couple tears go down. Dude, there. like I... I uh... Wow, I told this what I was about to say. Oh, I still haven't seen Toy you Story 3 art. because of that <laughs> fucking scene. Because I know that scene exists. Well, and I so mean, you have to watch it, man. That's the beauty of fucking art, man. Art is supposed... Not art, art Trejo. Trejo. No, but no, 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 no. Art, art's a different type of beautiful. You know what? I will say that. this. I have not seen part two or three of Toy Story. Oh, yeah. you have to, man. You have to. You're, a di- you're the biggest Disney fan I'm a at big Disney fan, but I just can't do it. I just know it's going to be sad. It's okay, man. That's like I said. That's the beauty of of movies as an art. Like it's supposed to convey some kind of it's like emotion. The, fir- the first five minutes of Up, you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh, the Up made me cry. Yeah, that intro. Have you guys seen Incredibles yet? No, no, I know. No, okay, Incredibles two starts off with a little mini movie. Uh-huh. If you don't cry to that mini movie, no, Seriously? dude, I cried in the theater. I saw dude. it twice. The second time I saw it coming. And I still cried. Dude. Damn, you're getting choked up talking about it. I it's heard your sad, voice crack. It's sad, dude. It's so sad. Like, you can't you can't not watch it and not want to, like, call your mom right after you see it. You know what I mean? It's, oh, one of, okay. it, it's, it's to the point where, like, okay, Toy Story 3 is getting emotions. Up is getting emotions. Now, evidently, Incredibles 2. Like, at this point, like, it's not even storytelling. It's just Pixar flexing and, like, being like, hey, look at this bitch. We can do this. We yeah. can get whatever fucking emotions are out of you. We are, we are in control, motherfuckers. They're the fucking Illuminati. Yeah. Yep, that's it. Ooh. Great storytellers though. Oh, they, yeah, they tie the sure. universe together, which is yeah. I dig that. Like I love like like um, fucking how like Marvel has like their own like universe going on right now, and then like, yeah. they're making they're starting to make the transition 
and I guess Universal tried to do it with like the movie monsters or whatever, but yeah, Tom Cruise, yeah, I guess, yeah. like put a kibosh on that. But um, I love that. I love like having like canon universes. Like I, I it make it makes you want to get invested in the, the you know those worlds and shit. So, um, but Venom's yeah. good, right? Yeah. No, okay, Venom's, Eric. Doctor Eric good. gives Venom Do- a thumbs up. I'm, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. I'm gonna tell you this right now. It is it is an origin story, so don't be expecting like action like you know Venom from scene one to the very end. But it's a great origin story. I think it's very well done, and I think there's it's it gets there. It gets to actual Venom without a whole bunch of useless filler. Speaking okay, of so, canon and yeah. universes, by the way, here's Tim Duncan. Tim in the Duncan Punisher. is a canon character in the Punisher. Holy, Dude, he shit. looks like a goddamn mechanic. <laughs> he really does. If your mechanic isn't seven feet tall and fucking uh, he dressed Hall up of Famer, as the Punisher for Halloween, that's awesome. He's a huge Punisher fan. And he wears I, and, Punisher and stuff we were just, all the time. We were talking before we started recording. Tim Duncan is fucking like this really low key dude. Like I even see him like like when I see him, like pictures of him like not on the court, he looks like he's trying to make himself seem shorter. Like he's kind of hunched over his head yeah. down, right? But he's got a gnarly fucking back tattoo. Gnarly fucking back tattoo. It's nice. So, like Mr. Cartoon did it or yeah, something. Like exactly. That, yeah. <clears throat> Pretty so nice. They need to put him in an episode of The Punisher. Oh, that'd be so dope. Are they doing season two? They should. They're doing they season be. three. Hopefully uh, they don't, don't do season two again. We're going to redo Wait, season no, two. Wait, no, they didn't do season two of The Punisher yet. Oh, yeah, you're right. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking Daredevil. My bad. Oh, yeah, Damn, yeah, you yeah. make Daredevil fun of me. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, did I miss this or whatever? Art's back. Art's back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Technically, season two of The Punisher is season one. I'm sorry, season two of Daredevil <laughs> oh, uh-huh. is season one of The Punisher. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It should have just been a Punisher slash. He wasn't in like half of it. He was the best part of it, though. Yeah. The show goes downhill once he's not in it. He was in it in the last episode. I didn't finish it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, oh. Uh, what are you talking about? Facebook Have a good live. show. Hi, uh, hi, Alex. Hi, Christine. How are you? You're, you're not actually. You're not going to reply. You're on Facebook Live. Sorry. <laughs> he's waving at a Facebook Live feed. <laughs> Anyway, hit one for for a wave, two for no wave. There's like a 20 second delay. Like we're gonna sit here, press one for a wave, and we're gonna sit here waiting. One, 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 one. Yeah. It's binary code and shit. <laughs> two for no wave. Damn it! Say popcorn, movie phone. Party line. Bring bring back the party line. God damn, we got to do a 90s episode. That is yeah. so fucking 90s. Dude, yeah. can we do it? Can but do I, it? I've heard that before. Like, what's that one dude? That's stupid. Uh, he keeps bringing up like <laughs> what the fuck? That's a that's a. Lot I don't of know. Let's like, say his name's Steve. So I don't. Oh, yeah, just cut this all out. Anyways, what's the topic? <laughs> well, uh, uh, actually, you know what the topic is right now? The topic is uh, Rhode Island. It's neither a road or an island. Talk amongst yourselves, because I gotta pace. Oh okay. <laughs> well, we let's, might as well let's not talk even... about what we probably really what we talk saw. About. What we saw last night. Last night. Jacob and I got some pizza. Hell yeah. And what did we do when we ate that pizza, Jacob? I farted a couple times, brother. Jacob I was... farted several times. That's why, okay, I let you and your girlfriend sit like on the big couch, like away. Yeah. And like I was sitting like on the little love seat, like a, like in like the corner or whatever. Because I knew I was like, yeah, the fuck. Toots. Yeah, I, I was blowing that shit up like Hiroshima and Nagasaki, sir. So we watched uh, the UFC fight last night. UFC 229. And that, to me, okay, like I was worried because like, I'll say it, you know, more times than not, either watch it at somebody's house or uh, this guy named Cody, he gives me a code <laughs> to watch the shit for free on TV. Anyways, um, not to incriminate myself. Um, 
but I was worried because like you actually bought the fight and you brought it over on your Google uh, Google Play. And I was like, man, I hope this is a good card. You know, some of the fights on there, like they look good, you know. But it's just like, oh, man, like, you know, this could go either way. It could be either really great or pfft, whatever. And so that card, like the main card was really good. Like, you know, from the beginning all the way up until the end. Like I was up till like one o'clock watching like the press conferences and stuff, too. And at the same time, there was a WWE pay-per-view going on. And I was, I was, I, my plan was, okay, watch the UFC fight, either cry or, you know, be happy or whatever. And then watch, you know, WWE pay-per-view afterwards. As of right now, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. I still haven't known what happened with the WWE because I am so still hyped up about this UFC card. Yeah. And each fight, I think, got progressively better. Oh, yeah. So who are the two women? women, uh, women? Michelle Watterson and, oh, my God, because I'm fucking tired right now. Felice Herring. Yeah, uh, they were they were so fine. The that karate was a, hottie oh, was God. the winner on that one. So. Yes, sir. Uh, that was a good fight, but it wasn't great. It was yeah. just like a decent fight. And then um, what after that? Oh yeah, then uh, wasn't it Derek Lewis and uh, um, God damn, I can't think right now. I know the guy's name is on the top. Speaking of great back tattoos, fucking uh-huh. <laughs> that Russian guy. He oh fought. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he had the big uh, praying mantis or not a praying mantis stingray. Uh, yeah, stingray on his back. Yeah. And uh, he was handling D. D was handling Derek Lewis, and Derek yeah. Lewis looked like he like he was at the end of the fight, like after the first round. He, he was basically just a punching bag for three and like ninety percent of like two two two, two rounds and ninety percent of the uh, or ninety eight percent of the fight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So with ten seconds left in the fight, <laughs> it finally clicks. Like I'm gonna lose this fight. Here we go. Let's go hood on this guy, and just starts wailing on him, and just like. Throwing haymakers like yeah. a motherfucker, right? Knocks him out, wins the fight, and does the greatest post-fight interview of all time. Oh, my God, yeah. He starts taking his pants off. <laughs> and Joe Rogan's like, what's going on, man? You took your pants off. What's wrong? He's like, my balls are sweaty. <laughs> no, he said his balls are hot. Oh, my balls are hot. Oh, sorry. Dad, you think you think about That's his right. balls a lot, man. No, man. no. I know. I, I was Speaking thinking about Speaking of it, balls, Eric's because back. Because I... Because <laughs> I, I do have nice testicles. Um, fucking, I saw someone actually did the math to see how hot his balls would have had to have gotten for him to uh, actually have to take, take off, you know, before there was going to be scrotal damage. Yeah. And it was something like 135 degrees Fahrenheit. I believe it, because like he yeah. was sweating like he went through Niagara Falls. And just to give you a little insight, I've Wait, been inside. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. Wait, go ahead. It sounds like you're about to explain the Niagara Falls reference. Well, okay, he was sweating like you had a cascade oh, of sweat. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay, gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Niagara Falls has a I waterfall. thought you were, okay, sorry. Anyways. So, if it, being giving you some kind of reference, I've been inside T-Mobile Arena about three or four times, right? And it is colder than a motherfucker in there. Like you can literally bring your groceries into there and just leave them out, like on a counter, like on the like a bar counter or whatever, and they'd be good. Like you just had them in the refrigerator because that fucking place is colder than a motherfucker. Yeah. For him to be sweating like that, like oh my god, like he 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 his balls must have been at 135 degrees and shit. Like yeah. I yeah, like I I believe it. Um, but what was funnier is when he like they asked him, Joe Rogan asked him, "Well, what's next?" And he goes, "Well, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be honest with you right now, man. I ain't so technical and shit, but you know, I'm gonna work on my technique, and I just need to sit my black ass down somewhere because you know I need to work on my cardio." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "God damn, dude, I love fucking." Derek yeah, because I heard Joe Rogan was like. Asked him, "Are you? Do you want a title shot?" And Derek Lewis, like total point blank, like I'm not ready for one. And no. I, I'd have to agree. Like he's he's fucking fantastic, and he's I, I don't care. His balls were hot. There was a time that he had the boo boo. There was when he he talked about Travis Brown, how he puts his hands on women and wears Ronda Rouse's fine asset. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like Derek Lewis makes some of the greatest fucking post fight interviews. 
Oh, of all time. And then like his Instagram is fucking gold. Oh yeah, like his Instagram has almost, almost absolutely nothing to do with him. No, it's just fucking. And and I I totally see it. Like I believe that that is Derek Lewis. That is not some curator. That is not someone he hired. That is Derek Lewis spending hours like looking at funny videos and then posting them to his fucking Instagram feed. Yeah. He should be working on technique, but nah. He, nah, <laughs> man, not he's today. on Instagram. Not he's today. He's looking at memes. I'm just going to go out there. I'm going to do... Like, he reminds me of like if Shaq was a UFC fighter, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go out there and rely on my talent, man. You know, the big, the big Aristotle, man. I'm just going to go out there and fucking win and shit. So. So, so at that point, you know, the heart starts pounding. Oh, yeah. we like Because we were falling asleep for that fight. Yeah, like, I was kind of like, man... I think we even mentioned it. Like, man, this is a boring-ass fight, man. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then the heart starts pounding. He does the incredible... Uh, post-fight interview and i tell you goddamn man you got your 60 bucks worth yeah. just off of that right and then after that it was a tony ferguson fight right i believe so yeah oh man that thing was a bloodbath yeah like I'm blood s- was squirting all over the oh the- yeah and then fucking when fucking pettis like he's fucking like pounding ferguson on the ground or whatever and he looks up and he does like the whole like tongue out and it's like ah yeah like he's covered in blood and he's just like they're both look like they're in bliss right now like they're yeah. just this is their natural environment and that's what i loved about that fight too is just like there was no bat <laughs> bad. I don't mean to be fucking no pun intended. No bad blood there. Like they were actually out there having fun, just knocking the dog shit out of each other. Like they were just laughing and fucking up until the point that Lewis uh, Pettis broke his hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy because like I went back and watched it. Like the point that he breaks his hand was I think early in the second round or whatever, and he still finishes the whole round like yeah. with that hand broken. Yeah, whatever, yeah. So. He says that he felt it when it broke. Yeah, and he still kept going. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I felt the shatter, and it just kept had to keep going. Because yeah. we were like, why the hell does he keep doing those fucking crazy ass fucking breakdancer kicks on him and shit? And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, because he doesn't have anything else right now. Paul Felder yeah. did something like that recently. In Paul Felder's last fight, he broke his forearm on a punch, and he mm-hmm. he finished. I think he fin- he did it like late in the first round, and then mm-hmm. he finished the fight. Yeah, yeah, he and he got fucked up. He got lit the fuck up. Do you know who else did it too? Like a couple months back, was fucking Paige Van Zandt. Remember yeah. when she broke yeah. her fucking arm? She finished that whole fight like yeah, that. Yeah, but you know, you know what happened? That wasn't a few months back. That was that was about a year and a half ago, and she has not fought since because she fucked up her arm so bad that she can't fight again. Well, she sort of got she got a lot of surgery after that yeah, too. Yeah, she got a lot of surgeries. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I'm not talking about her arm either. <laughs> I haven't seen all that. You're I cannot like, confirm nor deny that one. She got some new titties. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so okay, that fight happened and beautiful fight, and it got fight of the night as it should have, and they both got like a, a fucking nice you know bonus at the end of that. Bravo to both of them. Um, Best that I can tell, at about that same time, uh, the wedding that I was at, they did the father daughter dance, and I had to tear my eye. So you know, oh, okay. that was my experience at that exact moment. By the way, sir, for you to miss this fight, this must have been a really good friend. I like my cousin. You know what I mean? Good, good, oh, it's your cousin. cousin. Yeah, it was family. It was oh, family. Okay. So I got. To I would have missed yeah. my cousin's wedding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are certain cousins. Certain cousins I might have missed, but not this particular okay, one. Okay. Yeah. For for any of my cousins out there that listen to this right now, I'll let you guess which ones of you I would have missed. Do you know what I would have done though? Like if it was one of my cousins, I'd be like, "Hey, can we re- can we renegotiate this wedding? Like instead of having it on a Saturday, can we do it on the Lord's Day? Like you know, I would have like finessed it in." To that, like, come on, yeah. man. We need, we need, we need to renegotiate. You this put shit. a projector screen in the background playing it or something. Yeah. I was, tr- I was tr- gonna try to see if I could. Uh, I may or may not have looked up where I could have um, it legally streamed the pay per view, so I could kind of watch it in the corner, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I had no reception whatsoever. I oh, had okay. no reception. Where was it? Uh, Belmont Country Club in Clovis. Oh damn, a Country yep. Club had a bad country reception. Club. Yeah, it's in Clovis. 
Oh, okay. So, I mean, like... It's not really a country club. Yeah. It's like a Walmart. The, re- dude, the reception... Well, no, it was, <laughs> it was a Walmart super it, it, was, it, was a, it was a country club. It was a country club, to be sure. But, like, the areas surrounding it was not oh, necessarily okay. country club-like. You know what I mean? So... You oh, so it's like where white area. folks go to get away from... From the country the club. It's, it's, clo- it's, it's, it's the Fresno area, so it's the where the white people go to get away from... Well, actually, that's the beautiful thing about Fresno. It's equal opportunity. It's poor white people, poor Mexicans, poor black people, poor Asians. Everyone's poor. Everyone's poor in fucking Fresno. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's how that goes. So it's yeah. So it's it's where the, the it's it's not so much the white people getting away from colors. It's the rich folk getting away from the the majority poor. of the people in Fresno. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but it was fun. we walked we got into the parking lot and there were signs that said uh, beware errant golf balls because Eric golf balls errant oh. golf balls because the, because the golf course that's is your all around thing, by the way <laughs> errant <laughs> golf balls. Um, but the, the the wedding was actually outside, and we were next to one of the fucking holes. <laughs> That's what she said. Um, and fucking, so I was waiting for in the middle of the reception because there were guys golfing. Like I could see them; they were, you know, not even a hundred feet away. And I was like, I was waiting for just an errant golf ball to like take out the groom or something like that. Man, nice. my, my cousin Alan, you know, that would have been a good story down the line. I guess my my brother in law before the ceremony like got cracked in the side with a golf ball. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like in his ribs? Yeah, like or his ribs or his hip or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. We got there like right on time, so. See, if you just would have been humble and fucking had a backyard wedding like anybody else, like, fuck, you ain't got to worry about all that. Fuck that. They had a bar. <laughs> they had a bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can make a bar. I have a bar in my house, and I don't even drink. That's true, actually, yeah. That's... Yeah, I have some fine well, I appreciate. I appreciate you for that. Yeah, no problem. Mind you, I still usually bring my own booze, but. Hey. You anyway, know. UFC. UFC. So our the main card happens. Uh, main card happens. Yes. So our main fight happens, and anybody that knows me knows essentially a couple things about me. I'm probably the biggest, you know, Metallica fan. Anytime anything wrestling occurs, like they, you know, I'm always tagged in it, and yep. I am probably Bakersfield's biggest Conor McGregor. You are wearing a Conor McGregor shirt right now. Yeah, and I've been wearing it since I believe Friday. So I mean, it's properly sweaty and. Anytime he fights, man, I always have anxiety, man. I love, I love, you know, mixed martial arts. You know, maybe not as much as you. Like you know, like shit that J- even Joe Rogan doesn't even know. <laughs> and fucking, but you know, I'm, a, I'm a huge. I have my favorites, and Khabib is actually one of my favorites. I yeah. believe. Yeah, I love Khabib. Um, I love Khabib. I love Khabib for a long time. Oh yeah, like uh, Tony Hinchcliffe said something profound, where like he was talking about how he's a huge Nate Diaz fan, but he goes, people get it confused, where it's just like, well, I'm also a huge Conor McGregor fan. You know, if I was to do my list, like. Obviously, Joanna Yanjaychik, you know, that, that's his crush. Like, uh-huh. She's number one. Nate's number two. And he, I forgot who he said it was number three was, but four is probably Connor. And I was like, yeah, that's how I kind of feel. Like, okay, like, oh, obviously, Connor's my favorite, yeah. you know. And then probably somewhere down the line, like, in the top five, could be probably number four for me. So this fight was just like, oh, my God. It was like a clusterfuck. For me, like, I haven't felt this kind of emotion since, you know, Kobe and Shaq were going at it. You know, like, right, when right. Shaq went to Miami, Shaq's my all-time favorite player, but I, I still want to go for, uh, you know, you know Kobe because he's with the Lakers. Yeah, and so, you know, obviously I want you know Connor to win. Yeah, and so I'm just like, but at the same time I recognize the fact that if Khabib wins, this is good for the UFC's future. Because let's oh, face sure. it, yeah, Connor's only got like maybe two fights left, maybe one more no, fight. No, no, he, he signed a six fight contract. But that's just to tie him up so that way he doesn't go somewhere else. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. that's all, right, all that all right. is. That's just a move by the UFC, and he's also okay. a part owner. Okay, now. so that way he doesn't go to boxing or whatever. And he you didn't know, get ownership, did he? He got ownership. Are you so serious? He's a part of. He's a part of it. Oh shit! I, it's not a lot, but it's, it's a percentage. Well, yes, it's anyways, one percent of four billion is a lot of money. <laughs> Plus, he's gonna get pay per view numbers and sponsor. Anyways, I digress. But so with that said, like, 
I'm seeing two fighters like, of course I want Connor to fight, win, but I'm already prepared for him to lose because I, I know I know yeah. Khabib like the back of my hand. Like when he fought Michael Johnson, I knew exactly what was going to happen. And this fight, I kind of went down exactly how I knew it was going to happen. I was just like, if Connor wins, oh, that's just gravy baby. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the Dodgers last year when yeah. they went to the World Series. If they win, oh, beautiful. But I'm used to this. I'm used to them breaking <laughs> my heart. It's like the Dallas yep. Cowboys. I'm used to breaking my heart. But I'm so in I was my already, jersey right now. Yeah, I was already ready to have my heart broke. Like, okay, Connor probably won't win because there was a stat, too, that showed, like, you know, uh, guys who lost the championship and immediately went back to try to go get it. Yeah. And it's never been done. Yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, well, if anyone can do it, it's Connor, but I don't expect it. So anyways, the fight goes down pretty much how we expect it, you know? Which, yeah, which I, I hate because everyone had been asking me, like, in the couple of weeks, like, who you got? Who you got? And I always I always told them, I think Khabib, but, but, and I always put that but, but, I've, I've bet against Conor in the past, and he's still fucking, I emphatically bet against Conor in the past, and he gets the huge knockout on Jose, which, well, that's which the thing about broke my heart, Connor, where it's which like, broke my heart, because Jose, Jose is my absolute number one of all time. I watched Jose Aldo knock out Cub Swanson in 16 seconds live back in like 08. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, fucking love Jose Aldo and I have from mm-hmm. the beginning, but I was like, it's, I'm like, fuck. I can't. I, I have a hard time making against Connor because he's proven me wrong enough. Yeah, he's proven a lot of people wrong enough. That's the mystique but about it's him. Like, fuck, I should have. I should have just. I should have just gone with with Khabib. I just gone with my head. I should have just. I I knew it. What you put exactly. money on but, it? No, I didn't put money on it. No, 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 no. But I talked. I talked to enough people, and I have enough pride in myself in this shit that like. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, okay. But anyways, are you? Oh, I was just saying. I mean, that's the thing about Connor is like he always has that that knockout punch that you never that know when hand. that could happen you know and he always seems to make the impossible possible yeah. like because i mean he shouldn't have gotten this far like you know when he was fighting you know dustin poirier back in the day when he was fighting fucking you know up and coming max holloway like when he was when he was not even supposed to fight jose aldo yeah. they said oh no you're gonna get murdered this guy hasn't lost yeah. in 10 years you, you you're not gonna go up a division and go fight the champion immediately like when it was rda at first and win like you're not you, all these things you're not going to do this you're not going to do this you're going to get obliterated the second time by you know nate diaz like you're not going to do this you're not going to be able to fight floyd mayweather and win rounds and you know what i'm saying he did makes, he win rounds he won about four or five of those rounds yeah floyd 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 get him give out to him early on mm-hmm. okay yeah but um wasn't it only six rounds it was 10 they won 10 yeah, rounds they won 10 rounds, yeah, 10 yeah. rounds. so um that's that's another topic for another time. But so like I mean that's the allure of Connor. He makes the impossible possible. So there was always like that thing in the back of my mind, like okay, Connor, he might do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think it's gonna happen because watching Khabib, I mean he's just too good of a wrestler. Like like you were saying, this is like watching Anderson Silva versus uh, uh, DC. You know, yeah. back yeah. in UFC 200. You know, we know what's gonna happen. You know, he's gonna wrestle fuck him to death, and he's gonna get tired and something. He's gonna get choked out, which is what happened. And well, no, they went to decision. No, they didn't. He tapped out. Oh, 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 you're talking about Anderson Silva? Oh, yeah, it's Silver D- yeah, Silver yeah, DC. Oh. Yeah. oh, so you're still... No, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was saying, because Silver did a good job of neutralizing DC. Because DC like, wrestled the fuck out of him, got on top, and then Silva got the lockdown. He trapped that one leg and it totally stopped DC. Oh, okay, anything. yeah, yeah. So that's why like DC got on top. And like, I heard people bitching that DC couldn't wasn't just laying and praying. Like, no. Silva was stuck, and he... He caught DC's one leg and kept DC from doing anything. That's what yeah. happened. DC wasn't wasn't stalling. Silva was trying to like 
keep the man that was 15 pounds heavier than him off of his body, you know? 15, that's, 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 a, that's a lot. That's, yeah. a, that's a very it was conservative a, it, number. It was, a, it was a light heavyweight fight, and Anderson Silva weighed in like 196 or 198 or something <laughs> like that. Like, fuck. So anyways, the fight happens how it's supposed to happen. Khabib wins, and, you know, good for him. And this is where it just kind of just like all hell breaks loose. You know what I'm saying? So I'm expecting, yeah, Khabib, yeah, he's talking shit to Connor's corner. Like, because, you know, that's, that's what's going to happen. And... Brendan Schaub, you you said it yourself, sir, where you said that, you know, uh, Brendan Schaub's, you know, talking shit about, like, oh, he's afraid to go to, you know, the fight because, you know, something bad's going to happen. And you kind of had, like, that smirk on your face, like, oh, man, nothing bad's going to happen. As I right- kind of thought something bad was going to happen. Oh, you did? I thought something bad was going to happen. I-, I think whenever someone talks shit like that, the way Connor was talking shit, and this is kind of where it, it starts, like, getting a little irritating because it's whenever... Um, you start talking shit about someone's father and someone's religion and anything like that. You start going in depth the way Connor is. People don't play that. Like people don't play that shit. Like, mm-hmm. right. like that's personal at that point. You know, he wasn't talking about like Connor's family. He wasn't talking about any of that shit. He was like, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna like change this guy's face. Like, right. It, well, it was, no, he actually was. He was like at at the open workouts. He was talking about Connor's grandfather. He was talking about. So I mean, it went back and forth. Which Dana White, to his credit, like when he did his press conference, he goes, "This is a fight game." I mean. You can't get, I mean, you can't, I mean, that doesn't justify what Khabib did because, I mean, this has been happening since, you know, boxing, you know, since Muhammad yeah. Ali. This this is nothing new. Connor yeah. didn't do anything new uh, as far as talking wise goes. I mean, the bus incident is a whole other thing. But this, I mean, this is, this is, this is WWE. I mean, you go back to Rey Mysterio well, and see, Eddie Guerrero. Okay, that's the, that's my issue with it. Yeah. It's, is that it's, it's not very, WWE. But it's, no, no, no. But I'm saying it goes past that. Like, yeah. you know, like Muhammad Ali, even, yeah. you know, back in the, you know, back in the day, like well, Jack Dempsey and stuff like but, this. But this stuff that, has been happening forever. But, like, you, but, but you also have to know your target because Khabib is not exposed to that. Mm-hmm. When, when everyone else is talking, when Muhammad Ali is, is he, mind you, being a genius, being a literary, oh, yeah. being a literary and lyrical genius and putting his trash talk together amazingly, right? And you know where he got that, that from, by the way? Where? Gorgeous George. Nice. To all nice. tie that into WWE. Fucking, um, when all these guys are, when, when boxers and fighting, when they're talking shit and they're they're cutting promos on each other and whatnot, basically. Yeah. Um, Khabib's wrestling a goddamn bear. All right. Yeah. Khabib is wrestling a fucking bear. All right. He is he is uh, fasting during Ramadan. He is putting family and everything first. Like you, do you see the pictures of, of him and his family and him and like uh, his friends and whatnot? Everyone's close knit. Everyone's holding on each other. Everyone's in physical contact. No one's smiling. Mm. No, they. This is this is. We are here for Russians purpose. are fucking we weird are here, people. We man. are here together. This is this is all we are. Like, this is absolutely culture shock. Okay, mm-hmm. like the only person I've ever seen make Khabib uh, smile on a regular basis is. Daniel Cormier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Daniel Cormier. The bear. Fucking bear. Joke. <laughs> bear. I don't think Khabib was taking this the way other fighters were taking No, you're right. I believe. No, no. That's, so, that's Connor, it, yeah. I think this is like shit talking. This is promotion. This is He's him doing going what Connor out there does. Yeah. With his liquor and like that whole thing. And this was not funny to him. Like, this is kind of like, like, you're talking about like actual war. Like, we're going to fucking like, I'm going to go. Who's the dude that was holding his belts? He just oh uh, yeah his cousin he just went in there like slapped him and like and like that's when all the thing ensued yeah. in there and then like those two dudes jumped in the ring and started punching Connor and all that mm-hmm. mayhem like this was like this was like this is what he was asking for you know and I don't think Connor's built for this Connor's not built for this Connor's a family man he's a millionaire now he, he's not built for like 
actual like Russian yeah, warfare. Because, because, well, we and we don't know. Uh, Khabib isn't a millionaire yet because his purse was held by the Nevada State yeah. Athletic Commission. Yeah, uh, Connor got paid. Connor got paid yeah. three million. Well, yeah, because they didn't but do Khabib's anything wrong. Two million is yeah. fucking. Uh, but yeah, cause, but to cause, be fair though, nobody is ready for this. Yeah, though. I mean, nobody's ready for this. This, this is here's the thing about it. I think where he comes from and his background of like his father and like his ties so to the like, union yeah the, his ties of like gay people go missing in that part yeah. of the world because mm-hmm. you're gay kind of thing like yeah. i think they're a little more ready like he's seen people go missing he yeah, knows this, people that go missing Con- connor dylan danis artem lobov they're trying to get under someone's skin they're trying to get a reaction they are and the problem is the person they're trying to get a reaction of is someone that is, has grown up in a culture where if you are insulting someone's honor it's for a reason you have a purpose if you are if you're approaching someone and you're talking all this shit, you are going to prove something. You are out there to do some sort of damage. You're not out there to get, you know... Uh, no, it's death. Yeah, you're, it's you're, death. You're, not, you're not out there to get a, a psychological advantage for 15 minutes with the referee involved. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's not what you're doing. You, you aren't mean, doing that because you are trying to, you know... Because it was more... It was so apparent, too, because after Dana, you know, got done speaking, you know, during the press conference, they actually had Khabib speak. And he's like, why, why, why are you guys talking about this still? You know, yeah. you don't talk about religion. You don't talk about people's family, which is like, like to credit to Dana, like because another um, uh, journalist, they were saying that like, well, uh, going for future in the like where you allow, you know, uh, press conferences where fighters talk crap. And he goes, no, this has been happening since the dawn of time. You know, this yeah. is this is a business. This is a part of the business. Guys are going to continue to talk crap. He goes, this is just a guy who didn't under, you know, because, OK, if Connor, what let's just say Connor would have won. You know, there would have he. And this is you've seen in the Nate Diaz fight. You saw it against you know Jose Aldo. Like he, he's humble in defeat and winning. You know, he would have gone up there and just be like, "Hey, good fight," you know, and moved on to you know Nate or George St. Pierre or I was hearing Henderson Silva. Yeah. You know, like he, he would have moved on and you know this would have, you know, been whatever I guess. And um, Khabib just you know he you could tell when he was his turn on the podium he's like, "Why are you still talking about this?" Like I you know I did what needed to go do. You could tell he was forced to say an apology, but you know he, he didn't feel unapologetic. He felt yeah. fully justified in what he did. Yeah. And him jumping over the cage, like yeah, I get it. You know, like his portion of it, like you, Wait, you're doing you're doing what you thought was right because ev- of his ev- background. Did, evidently, Dylan, Dylan Dennis immediately started yelling racial slurs at him at the side of the cage, and yeah. that was what what. Yeah, and then Dana the White said yeah. that too. It's like they were yelling at Khabib. Khabib. That's why Khabib jumped the fence. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So. But I mean, you don't go over the fence, though. You because the, the Khabib did that once. Well, I mean, well, it was know, for in show the, in the state of New York. If but you see, go here's over, the difference between with, those if, two guys. One guy is yeah. a lot for show, and one guy is yeah, there's, witnessing you know, there people was, going was, missing uh, throughout his childhood. One of the promoters this is for, not a show on this side. One of the promoters for one, uh, for a Russian uh, fight league said that our guys, our fighters, will absolutely destroy the UFC. Let's go toe to toe. UFC fighters versus my fighters, and let's have at least one death match. And, and that's the and thing. It's like, about, you know what? It's like, no, that's a literal yeah, death and, match. And he, and, he, and he said, and he said, let's go over. Death. And there were a bunch of people that were like, you know, the people that didn't understand, people that were more in the Americanized uh, MMA, that were like, you know what? Yeah, this is, you know, whatever. All these fighters are just egos, and they just have something to prove. And that's why I'm kind of scared for Chael coming up uh, next week uh, when he has to fight Fedor. Uh, Fedor, you know, but <laughs> Fedor gets it though. Fedor, like, yeah, I know, but. but at the same time, well, what's going on right now? By the now? way, I'm so sad that Fedor came back. Like he should have stayed away. The the last the last well, dad bought Fedor. Away. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, my whole point uh, though is yeah. my whole point though is though not to deviate from this though is just it's sad for Khabib because Brendan said it again. 
He said, it's so sad because you worked your whole life for this. When you see those videos of, videos of him fighting the bear, and I'm not talking about DC here. You see him, you know, <laughs> as a child fighting the bear. You see him going, you know, running through people, you know, running through RDA, running through Michael Johnson, you know, making Edson Barboza look like a little child in the ring. Was it against he, you? Bar- he's, the fu- he's the future of that. He's the future of this division. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, you know, who you're going to, you know, stack your chips against. He's younger. You know, he, he you know, this is, you know, the future. Because like yeah. I said, Conor's only got one or two more fights. So, you know, you need him to be to carry the torch. You know, it's like in this sense, it's like WWE. Like you need the older wrestler to put over the younger one. So that way, you know, the business can continue. The wheel can keep spinning or whatever. And now Khabib's not even going to get paid by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. He's got his visas. All his people's got their visas pulled. Not yet. Not yet. Only two of the guys. They weren't even. Connor didn't file charges on any of them. Yeah, yeah, no. Everyone got arrested, but everyone got. The three people got arrested, but they all got released because Connor didn't file charges. But they're they're still saying that there may potentially be visa issues, but no one's gotten revoked yet. Here's the thing about it I don't think. I don't think it's sad for Khabib at all. Like, I don't think he cares. Like, I don't think this is your normal champion where he cares and he wants to protect his belt. I, I. I would not. No, be he did because he wanted the belt afterwards. No, he goes, he because Dana was saying, uh, was telling him. He goes, he kept saying, "Where's my belt? Put on my belt." And he goes, "No, I'm not putting the belt on you because something's yeah. gonna happen." And he's like, "I don't care. Let it happen." He goes, well, "No, no, there's twenty thousand other people I yeah, have to worry about." But I think but in what, that sense, I think he just wanted to like rub it in his face. There, like, there, here's yeah, there's, my belt. It's, like, it's not. It's if, not about I want the belt. It's about that there is a progression. I did the job. I get the belt. I yeah. won. That's it. It's it's not about I need that gold. I fucking it's like, hey, this is you know, there there are steps here. I completed steps one, two, and three. They're black They're and white. Very black and white four. issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think he knew that stadium was or like, you know, that arena was filled with a bunch of Irish people in oh, there. Yeah. And I think he wanted to raise that that belt and like just jam still, it in their I face. I still don't think so. I think I think that he just like I got the no, belt. I, 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 I agree with Art. I agree yeah, with Art. I think he, he wanted to do that and then be like, I'm done. I'm going back to Russia. I'm retiring. No, yeah, because that's the plan. That was his plan. Yeah, that I was his plan. I do think that that's eventually going to happen. I don't think he gives a fuck like anymore. I don't no, think he, is, he cares he about is, he getting said paid. More, He's going to get paid when he goes back to his home country. He said more. He said more than anything else. His record. That zero. That whatever the number and zero. That is what's most important to him. And I believe that. I believe that, and I, I think that a Nevada State Athletic Commission, based upon previous uh, precedents that they've set, you know, where they have disqualified uh, people after they've gotten knockouts because of you know late hits or unsportsmanlike conduct, whoever, I wouldn't be surprised if Nevada State Athletic Commission turned this into a no contest. I believe that, and, too. and so and so he's gonna be, he won't be twenty seven and zero. He won't I was be gonna bring that up. One. I think he's gonna be twenty. He I, that's what's sad. I will not. I don't think he will. That's what's sad. Yeah. Surprised if he's twenty six zero and one after this. That's what's sad, yeah, because that's that's what I was gonna lead up to. Because, because that okay. hold on, that's what I was gonna say. Because it's just like he, like I said, he's probably my fourth favorite fighter, and I want him to succeed. And yeah, unfortunately, yeah, he beat my favorite guy to do it. But it's just like okay, this is like you talk about progression. This is the progression of the sport. You got to see like John Jones. I love Don, John Jones yeah. in DC. You know, whoever wins, okay, yeah, that's you know that that's has what has happened. You know, and for him. He got the choke out, you know, he got the win or whatever. He moves on to whatever's next. Tony Ferguson, George St. Pierre, whatever it was. Like, you start to build this legacy. I lo- that's why I love this sport is because of the legacy. The fu- Me and you, I-, I can't think of a the last time we had that much fun last night, you yeah. know. And for to see that, like, it makes me sad because it ruins that moment. It ruins the future. It ruins, for him, I look at him like, I know he doesn't give a fuck, but I don't think he, in hindsight, when he gets older, when he looks back on this, he'd be like, man. I really messed this up because, like you said, he could have been 27-0. and 0. Knowing the Nat- Athletic State Commission, 
they could, like you said, make this no contest. He could get stripped. When they're asking Dana White about this, like, is he going to get stripped? You're like, well, we got to see what happens. And the governor of the fucking state who overlooks this, he had to run out. That's not a good sign. When he had to run out yeah. for his life, and, you know, Nevada's been notorious for being strict. Yeah. And for, like you said, that's all he really cares about is that zero at the end of his record. That might turn into a one. Like John yeah. Jones is like, for all intents and purposes, John Jones is an undefeated fighter. Yeah, I, I, I honestly and truly, deep down in my bones, believe that John Jones is the greatest fighter. But ever he has ever. that, what is it, 14 and one, or what was it, whatever yeah. his record is, something and one, all because of an illegal elbow. Yep. You know, he was beating the shit. He was going to win that fight. And because of a 12 6 elbow. Wait, really quickly, going back to that fight. There were a couple of moments where that fight, where there were some illegal elbows going from Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. He was holding on to the fence. He oh, was, dude, were, I, I saw, like, uh, I didn't see the fight, but I saw enough highlights, and I saw enough, it's like, Herb Dean was asleep. Like, yeah. Here's like, the thing. I believe that they wanted that thing to go to decision. Yeah. And they wanted Conor McGregor to win that, because you can sell a rematch. Yeah. And you can sell it well, in Ireland. Sell, now, here, now, here's... Absolutely. Here, but now you can't do that, and no. you can't do that for a couple of reasons. One, I think Khabib's not coming back to the United States. I think no. Khabib, he's just going to be like banned from fighting the UFC unless they do it in Russia. And I hope to God that does not well, happen. Well, they already they already have they already have uh, UFC fight nights in Russia. Yeah, but here, but, but okay, but the, the okay, the thing is, you can't send McGregor to Russia. Like, no, that's, that's just not going to happen. Say, okay, that's, that's a valid way point. That's too valid point. But there's but no one is pressing charges right now, so. Legally, I respect the shit out of Connor for that. Legally, though. no one is, no one's. That's not happening. So, the law is not going to get involved. At least, at least from my understanding of it, the law is not going to get involved for the guys someone, that jump unless, the cage. unless unless someone presses charges. And I don't think I don't think Dylan Dennis is going to press charges. I, well, I don't Dylan Dennis knocked the fuck yeah. out of. Like, did you see? Because we were watching me and my girlfriend. We were watching like the um, the crowd videos or whatever. And as soon as Khabib goes over, somebody from Khabib's camp in like a blue suit or something like tries to get get at you know the Connor's camp. And all of a sudden, Dylan Dennis, uh, the guy that was holding yeah. Connor's belts, he just right crosses the shit out of Khabib. Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. And then that's like when everyone just starts fighting yeah. or whatever. But, and it's just like, when you got that going on, oh my fucking God. Right, like, but, there's going to the, be but charges. The law, but, the, but, but, but the law does... If, if no one presses it against Connor and all them... If, well, or, her, uh, civilly, Khabib, Khabib civilly they can't, but Nevada can. The, the T-Mobile can. The whoever insures T-Mobile can Poten uh, potentially, yeah, but the, here, I I don't think Dana's going to involved. I don't think I don't think Dana's going to do it. I no, Dana's not. I I'm saying that there's multiple. It doesn't have there's, to be. I honestly, these are I don't think, two big money I honestly, makers. I honestly oh, yeah. don't think that anyone's going to get their visas revoked. I think that the big the big issue is going to be the United uh, the Nevada State Athletic Commission because the difference between Nevada and Nevada State Athletic Commission does not have the power to re to revoke visas. No, no, they no. Have no. Their, they have the power to suspend They're, fighters and whatnot, keep them out of Nevada, but they don't, you know. And for the most part, what they do. All the other state athletic commissions tend to fall in line, but I don't think they're gonna. But this is bigger anyone. than Nevada right. State Athletic Commission, though. But I don't think anyone's gonna actually do anything. No one's gonna actually press charges. Fuck, yeah, I even, don't think any charges. Even are when, get even, when even when Connor, because um, everyone everyone has made their money. Even when Connor threw the fucking dolly, when he got glass in Ray Borg's eye, when he lacerated Michael Chiesa, when he kept them from their paydays. He, they still they press civil charges, yeah, but they didn't press criminal charges, right? No. He still pleaded out of that. You know what I mean? Um, Rose Namajunas won't talk to him. Rose Namajunas won't forgive him for shit, but she's not doing anything. She's no. not actually doing anything. So I don't think, uh, in this in the same sense, I don't think anything legally is going to happen to Khabib. At the same time, though, the diff the major difference between Khabib's infractions, which were fucking stupid, and Connor's infractions, which were fucking stupid, is that Khabib did it in the middle of a Nevada State Athletic Commission 
sanctioned event. Yeah. And so Nevada State Athletic Commission or New York State Athletic Commission, since this happened in Brooklyn, did not have any say over Connor. Because, yeah, because it was outside yeah, of the ring. Because because it was outside of the event. It was outside of the event. It was by someone that was not involved in the event. Mm-hmm. Connor was not on that card. Um, they've got no they've got no say on him really. Yeah. So well, it's like when John Jones hit that pregnant lady. Right. I mean, even just... even even fucking uh, uh, Dana White has not said we're going to strip Khabib. They said he said that if the Nevada State Athletic Commission suspends him for a lengthy period of time. We'll have to strip yeah. him, but he did not say that we will. He says, it's going to "Yeah, depend on and you can read Dana White whenever he says here, stuff. He he usually says stuff either black and white or he talks in code. And when he talks in code, he's waiting for something else to happen. And you know what? He said he was disgusted about this, but he also said he was disgusted about Connor and the fucking Dolly incident. And you know what? He when I went to when I went to two twenty seven two twenty the the last uh, UFC pay per view that was at Staples Center, I was there, and they premiered the fucking two twenty nine promo." At that event, oh yeah, and it was film from the. It was not a reenactment. It was not. It was film from the Dolly event. It yeah. was film from the from the bus attack. It was Connor's face that I think. Um, but uh, you, but like I said though, and remember I said this after we watched. I forgot what pay per view or I think it was when uh, Khabib beat uh, Ally Aquinta. Um, this yeah. goes beyond just the Dolly or whatever. The Dolly yeah. is just a, a a chapter in a bigger story, which I was telling you and your girlfriend afterwards, and. You know, I was talking to Shab about this after his comedy show here in Bakersfield, and he goes, "Dude, this goes back." Not after the after a personal phone call, because Jacob and Brandon Shab were very close personal nah, friends. No, I met him at a. Uh, he did a comedy show here, <laughs> and I had VIP, and he was talking to me because I had my Connor hat on, and he goes, and this was literally like the day after the the dolly went into you know the bus, and he goes, "Dude," because I was asking, him, I was like, "What do you think is going to happen with Connor?" And he's like, "Dude, fuck all that." He goes, "This is this is serious shit, dude. This goes back even before the dolly." He goes. It's all in regards to Artem Lobov, you know, who's a Russian defector to Ireland, who's one of Connor's, you know, uh, training teammates or whatever. And it goes back, you know, not to get in the whole story or whatever, but it's it has to deal with like some real, you know, Russian Irish mafia bullshit. And, you know, somebody like people actually dying and stuff. And then, you know, you have these two sides. These are just people within the community they just so happen to work for the same employer, which is the UFC. Yeah. And they're just they're just on opposite sides of it. So, I mean, it is bigger than Connor and Khabib at this point. I mean, th- those two incidents that just happened that we saw on TV, there's something bigger that they're not talking oh, yeah. about. And they're not going to talk about it no. because they don't want to get involved with it. They want to make it just strictly sport because this is a whole political and thing and like a mafia thing at the same time. And, and, and that's the thing. Connor, Connor is a fucking... Uh, he's, he, he, He's a, he, he's a bad child. He, he's just an angry fucking disgruntled child that is allowed to run free. He has ADHD and bad behaviors, and UFC oh, yeah. doesn't do it because they make money well, off of him. They, and you know what? And they're going to make money off of Khabib and this shit. And you know what? Something, something's going to happen. This stupid fucking shit's going to keep happening because I promise you. Tell I someone promise dies. you. Fucking at least some of this footage is gonna make it into a promo for the rematch. Oh, I guarantee you. You know what I mean? I, and, I guarantee one. They don't strip him the belt. I think they keep him no, perfect. They they will strip him the belt if he gets suspended for a period of time. I, a, I think Dana White's gonna do everything he possible because yeah. you it's harder to sell. Like this is his loss, but we all kind of saw him win it already. So it's just what you really what's easier to sell is. I know for a fact Connor wants a fight in Ireland. 
Like that is yeah. gonna happen. And, and he and, just tweeted right now. He says yeah. he said good match or something like that. Just to paraphrase him, he said good match. Can't wait for the 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 rematch. Yeah. This is oh, all Connor cares oh, about. I saw, I saw, Connor, I all he cares about after getting jumped by three people after all the melee, he says I don't give a shit. He told Dana straight up. He says I don't give a shit about any of that. I just care that I lost. Yeah. Like, now now he's and no I I know exactly what it is. He posted on his Instagram the picture of and it was a close up. It was uh, Khabib's fist in his face and his nose is deformed. And Connor is getting lit up, and his thing was good smash. Can't wait for the rematch. Yeah, and you know what? I will he, say this. Like, I'll say this about the. I'll say this run. about the fight. I respect the shit out of how since the Chad Mendes fight, how well Connor was able to stuff Khabib early on and later on. I mean, you're gonna get taken down no matter what. It's like Shaq dunking on you. That's like that's like me blocking one of Shaq's dunks. To be honest with you, the fact that he was able to stuff a couple of those takedowns and Connor's not known for being able to do that. I'm impressed with that, and at the same time, I'm impressed with how well Khabib, since his last fight, improved his boxing. So yeah. if we're just talking about the sport here, Khabib, Khabib rocked Connor with the right hand. Yeah, that you got to respect both of them for what they were able to do, and you also have to respect the fact that Khabib had to this point had never lost a round. He lost that third round against Connor. Yes. Yeah. I will say this, going back to something we kind of skipped over. Uh, there was a bunch of illegal elbows. There was him holding on to the fence, him doing all these things, and no one was calling it. I don't understand. I know that it makes more sense for um, the UFC to have Connor win. Oh, yeah. Like financially. But it was this kind of. I I thought there was a point in the first round where you like they should have. I was even saying it, like, what the hell? Why aren't they calling this? Like Connor was like literally just like stop. Like he's just hitting me. Well, if he's defending himself, they, he, Herb Dean's not going to stop it. If he's just sitting there getting lit up, they're, they're, then they stop it. But if he's like this, like actually defending themselves, nine times out of ten they're not going to stop it. That's just how Herb Dean and Big John McCarthy, all of them, they're going to work. I mean, I might not agree with it. Yeah, I mean, you got to protect the fighter in that moment. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, nine times out of ten, they're not going to stop it. See, eventually, comeuppance will happen because uh, Mario Yamazaki doesn't, doesn't ref for the UFC anymore. That's because he was going to let someone die eventually. That's yeah, it. Like, yeah. he, <laughs> this was getting to that point. Even at the very end, when he had him in the chokehold and Khabib was not letting go, like, he, like, yeah. well, no, he Herb had to pull he him. He physically pulled. Yeah, he did yeah. do that. But. It was getting kind of scary. Even during the fight, it was kind of, it was just had that vibe that Khabib was not going to let up. And it kind of got scary. And I, I felt, I was a little bit scared for connor because it looked like they weren't going to pull the fight at the right time yeah uh, luckily they did but it still yeah. got out of yeah. hand at the end and he and he didn't have Khabib didn't have a choke Khabib had a crank that was a crank if Khabib would get going he was going to break connor's connor's jaw yeah That's because I, because if you watch the fight he did not have his neck no yeah, he had he his jaw it was a crank it was a crank yeah he, he had him right have... against the jaw and like you said yeah if he would have fucking did any more like his jaw would have dislocated out or yeah. cracked or even shattered because he ask, had it inside. Cubs, you can ask Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson has had his has got wiring because he didn't he didn't tap in time to a, a crank because mm -hmm. he was like I can still breathe I'm fine. Next thing you know crack 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 jaws. Oh. Now Cub Swanson has has wire in yeah. his jaw and he's tapped since then because like fuck it I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Fucking uh, Clay Guida Clay Guida's uh well it wasn't a, now I think about it, it wasn't a crank but Clay Guida put uh, a couple of pieces of iron in uh, RDA's fucking jaw because he he broke his jaw in two different places. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the fucked up uh thing about the ufc is it's like this is not uh fucking this is <laughs> this is not wwe this is not boxing they, this is some real yeah, battle yeah. shit like you know there's people that fucking had their fucking ligaments torn off from fucking you know submissions and shit and i just gotta say this you know as much as i kind of dislike fucking tony ferguson 
kudos to fucking him dude six months ago this fool fucking had his ligament torn off of his bone <laughs> and he's out there fucking putting on the fight of his fucking career right yeah. there you know what i'm saying against showtime pettis who well, for all intents and purposes is a fucking hall of fame who did, who did Algermain sterling fight last he, oh, fought him on, he fought him on a card and he got a knee bar and i remember i was listening to who who the fuck was listening to oh um it was Stone Cold. It was Stone Cold's podcast. Uh-huh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. And he was saying, Al Jermaine Sterling's opponent. He was talking about how he put up a hell of a fight. You know, he had a great career, all this stuff. Al Jermaine Sterling, you know, it took 10 seconds. Got him in the knee bar. Pop, pop, pop. And, you know, fuck the fight game. I mean, that dude will eventually heal. He'll come back. But his, his fight game career is going to be permanently changed because he's going to have to compensate for the way that he uses that knee. Mm-hmm. And his life is forever changed. Well, it's like Derek Lewis. Because of, because of how he, because of the fact that now he's, he's that knee's never going to be the same again. It took 15 seconds and people cheered and it's all fun and games, but you know, fucking His life is forever yeah. changed. It's just like Cody Garbrandt and Derek Lewis. They have fuck, or and fucking, um, oh, what's, God damn it, fucking, the bang's wearing off, guys. Um, Call Berlin here. Uh, fucking. Uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, heavyweight champ. Trains with DC and Khabib. Oh, uh, Kane Velasquez? Yeah. All these guys had back injuries. God, yeah. And they fucking were beast before, and they all fucking have back injuries. Yeah, and you watch him fight now, and it's just like, whoa, you are a totally different fighter now. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, Kane is probably, like, 1B one, one favorite, my uh, yeah. all-time favorite fighters. I and love we, Kane, yeah. Oh, my God. And since he fought in UFC 2... 200 he hasn't fought yeah, since yeah and it's because of these back injuries and it's just like god damn like what a fucking talent you know what I'm saying? he has he's going to we though probably yeah he says he wants to take another belt from brock <laughs> <laughs> you know what though I, I, I love that i don't know what the fuck they do over at aka because everyone gets injured and everyone fucking like because they don't play they, they don't but that's why could be went but, there but, but but you know what they also injured khabib several times like he is pulled out of several fights because he got injured during during this shit. And mm-hmm. I mean, fucking Kane still lost to Verdum. Rockhold still lost to Weidman. Yeah. Uh, fucking uh, DC already lost to Jones. You know, because mm-hmm. he's the only one still undefeated. Like it lost. can't be. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, it it can't. The benefit can't be that great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but it's they, one of those hindsight things, though. In their mind, in how they come up, I mean, I yeah. mean, yeah, I mean, that they're doing what's what's. I mean, because I mean, all of them are world champions. Are you going to tell them that they're doing something wrong? I mean, yeah, in the long run, yes, they are. But in their short term memory, they're gonna, they're going to flash those belts in front of you and be like, "All right, hey, we got world champions yeah. over here." You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I agree with you, but at the same time, it's just like the other side of the coin is well. They, there's just, three, four world champions right there. I you just know? think I, I look at this stuff, and I, I've done it. I've been watching this sport long enough, and I've done enough research on a lot of these guys that I used to. And I, I have, I have this this huge love for some of the guys that have been around forever, because most of these guys, you know, not just UFC, fuck it, MMA period, they don't make it to twenty fights. No, they're 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 done well before then. You know, it's like your NFL player. The average, you know, we Running see all the back. stars. We see all the stars, but the I think the average NFL career four is, years. is th- four years. Four yeah. years. I thought it was three years. Before I years, took right to, to so, piggyback off your comment, I took a disability claim for some kid that um, he was on the Buffalo Bills. He was a lineman. Yeah, grew up in Wasco. I forgot his name, but I mean, yeah, he, he was from Wasco. He came into our office. He came in. I had to look at all of his earnings and make sure he paid enough into the system and stuff. Came in, I looked at it. Now, this is like almost nine years ago, so it's like, I can talk about it now. And I looked at him like, <laughs> fuck, fool, what did you used to do? And I looked at like, you know, the, the earnings record, and I was like, I said, Bill's, you know, training, da da da, da whatever the official, you know, yeah, name yeah. they go by. 
And I was like, what were you doing? Like, were you working for the Buffalo Bills? Like, as a joke, he goes, yeah, I was, I was a lineman for the uh, Buffalo Bills. And, you know, I suffered this fucked up injury yeah. in training. And it's just like he made a lot of money for two or three years. But he was 22 when he came yeah. into my office or 23 or something ridiculously young. And now he can't even and he grew up like on a pecan farm or whatever. And he goes, I can't even do that now, man. Yeah. And he came into my office and the max we could have paid him would have been like 900 bucks or something like yeah. that. So it's just like you look at it like that. Like, yeah, you might have had like two or three years or four years or whatever where you earned, you know, a million dollars, half a million dollars or whatever, which is a lot of money for you and I. Like yeah. it's going to take us a while for we even make that, you know, cumulatively, you know, in our whole career. Have you, he, I was the one out. I'm the one that's drinking. Fuck, are you OK? You, you said I, that a little weird. You know what I mean? My brain works faster in my mouth. <laughs> anyways that, that's you know that that's gone though now he yeah. said it's all gone you know i got caught up in the life it's all gone now you know what i'm saying yeah. now i'm regulated to you know i can't even work at mcdonald's dude and it's just the same thing with these ufc fighters like there's people that fucking have to you know like they, they talked about it on joe rogan's podcast like they they don't have health insurance no they suffer these no. fucking gruesome they, ass yeah. injuries and you think fucking ufc is gonna fight or pay for that shit yeah. no they have to pay for you, that themselves you, you, ufc will pay for anything that happens in the cage but outside of that, yeah. Outside of that, no, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, Tony Ferguson and, and they, when he they, tripped, any, any, yeah, he's paying for that himself. Anytime anyone gets injured during training camp, nope, that's that's on them. Yeah, and they, and yeah, and UFC does not have a benefits package. No, that's because everyone is contractors. They're not employees. The fighters are all independent contractors. Yes, and so they're not owed fucking. They're not owed benefits. And that's why you, we were talking about that too. Like, remember you were saying uh, you you were talking to Caesar's friend. Mm -hmm. um, shout out, what's his name? Sippy. There you go. You're talking about <laughs> boxers. You do the the boxers like on the Floyd Mayweather um, Connor fight, like they're getting paid more than Ronda Rousey, and yeah. you don't even, you don't even hear them a year later about these yeah. people, but they're being paid handsomely. Chocolatito, and, yeah, and I like love chocolatito. oh, I mean no, that's 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 not even he earned <laughs> it. But like you know, people like on the uh, Mayweather McGregor card, you don't hear about them now. They were fighting to an empty fucking audience, but they're getting paid handsomely. To fucking, um, you know, just be on that car or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. and they're set for life. You know, yeah. they got you know sponsors or whatever, so they're you know they're, they're able to pay. You know, if they get injured or whatever. But it's just like you look at the UFC fighters. I mean, you're busting your fucking balls. You're playing to fucking sold out arenas. You're you're being regulated to being only sponsored by Reebok. You know, quote unquote, yeah. within the ring or whatever. So I mean, you're you're pretty limited. Your earning potential very limited. Well, team. even then, fuck the money. Like uh, Chris Liebman has huge thyroid issues because of all the weight cutting. You know what I mean? Um, Damn, this is a good episode. Every time I look at uh, Diego Sanchez, I don't, I don't think about his fights. I don't think about you know all of this stuff. I don't think I about think, his body. I, I don't, don't yeah, think about. No, no, I don't think about his dick. I don't think about his testicles. His I don't, kissing. I don't think about how his neck. his his uh, his scruff <laughs> would feel on my neck. Um, no, no, I don't think about Hello? his. Hello. Like, <laughs> is it I, me you're looking for? Every time I look at Diego Sanchez, I think I, and this is honest and true. I think to myself, fuck. This man <laughs> is gonna have a short and painful oh, life. Fuck the that's shit it. out of him. He's gonna have a short and painful life. Like that's like he has done enough damage to his body. He's been around since like one of the first fucking ultimate he, he fighters. Was, he was the first ultimate fighter. Yeah. He was the first ultimate yeah. fighter. And he's the only one that's still there. But like I mean, you look at guys like even uh, uh Max Holloway, like people talk about Nate and Nick Diaz's permaslur. Max Holloway constantly speaks with a slur. And like it's been everyone, getting progressively and worse. everyone talks about, no, it's just his, his accent because he's Hawaiian. No, no, no. It's like, getting no, worse since no, the he's, first he's got, fight. He's got, he's, no, 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 not Diaz. Diaz, definitely. No, I'm talking but about, I'm talking about Max Holloway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, when you yeah. look at the, when you look at the first, like, this is like when they were both fighting on like fucking UFC fight night. Max, yeah, he was slurring back then. Like, yeah. what was it? Four or five years ago? Yeah. And you look at him now and you're like, oh bad. my God, it's, bad. Yeah. it's really bad. And so, 
you know, you see all these guys, and, and even the ones that, you know, don't take heavy, you know, headshots and whatnot, just the constant grind on the body and the constant, you know, these guys aren't going to be able to stand Steep up straight music. 40. Oh, my you know God. I mean? Definitely. Yeah. And so, you know, the, mon- the money's great. The money's fantastic. And, and to a certain Is extent, it though? if you, well, for some of them, for yeah. some of them, for some of the great ones, um, not even the great ones, the, the ones that pull in the most money. Um, and they can probably, and if it's important to them, they can probably take care of their family for a couple of generations. You know what I mean? But, I mean, their health, there's there's no way that this is worth it. There's no way that even just even just a couple of it, it, It's like, you know, when we watch NFL preseason for rookie season and someone gets, you know, a career-ending fucking ACL injury. You know what I mean? Or, or, or yeah, break breaks a, 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 a bone in their spine or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, what the fuck was, was it worth? And now they have nothing else. And they, there's so many of these people that just don't don't do anything, anything fucking else except um, fighting. And they say it's because we don't know what else to do. It's like, no, no, there's something else that you could have fucking done. You just yeah. chose not to. You And part of it, sure, is culture. Part of it is the culture around. The Diaz's, I believe, I believe the Diaz's had nothing else. They did not know if there was anything else to do. You yeah, know what I mean? Go, but Nick, shop? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. But don't Nate, they own Nate, their own weed shop now? They better. I don't know. Nate, they, they own do. their own and gym and weed and shop. Nate was saying that the reason why they and started doing apparel. the way the reason why he started doing jujitsu is and by the way, Nate's a black belt in jujitsu and he's fucking amazing. If he did nothing but uh, gi tournaments, he he would kill. But uh, he said I the reason why he, the reason why he started jujitsu was because um, after practices, uh, everyone would get together and someone inevitably would buy him a burrito. <laughs> and so and, and so and so I he like would, that. And so he would. And I would so do that would get, too. Yeah. And so and so he would go to jujitsu every day, and he would get um, a burrito after after uh, practice, and that was how he got fed a lot of the time. Wow. And then all of a sudden one day, uh, professor gave him a blue belt, a blue belt, and I was like, oh, all right, well, so we're doing something here, okay? You know, so I mean, okay, yeah, there are some of those that yeah, they don't know what else they can do. They they I believe the Diazes did not have an alternative. You know what I mean? But fucking, <laughs> but fucking, um, all of these guys, all of these people that that say they don't, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of fighters that have, um, that do other things to make ends meet. Um, there's there are fighters, you know, big names out there that are uh, uh, property owners that rent out properties, you know, that are that are managers, you know what I mean? Um, that they do uh, various bits of handiwork. Like, no, you have options. You could have figured something else out. You mm-hmm. understand there's something else. And a lot of these guys, they don't make a lot of money. You know, we talk about the UFC and the fact that, you know, that some of the lower paid guys make a, at most $10,000 and how they, they, that's not what they should be getting. That's the UFC, man. Yeah. Do you know how many regional promotions there are? Fucking even Bellator. Bellator is not. Well, Bellator might actually might be paying a little bit more. Uh, but you're not getting the. But they're owned by Viacom, yeah, though. Yeah. They got that fucking Ted Turner but, money. But uh, Pro Fight League, they're they're not paying that much. Uh, fucking all of the regional uh, games, they're not paying that much. Ryzen, and there's and, no. and and we keep talking about UFC, but the M- but the MMA fight game as a whole, you know what? Dana White is gonna make Khabib's shit from yesterday gold for UFC. He's gonna make it gold for the UFC. He has to. But it is. <laughs> but it is. He has to because that was the most watched fight of all. Like you, he was saying it was the most watched UFC fight of all time. But it is. And terrible. he goes. He got all these fucking views on it. And like, okay, you gotta look at it like this. They don't get paid. Yeah, they get paid for live gate and pay per views and stuff. But how fucking UFC gets its money is from fucking sponsors. How what we should be getting. But, but anyways, yeah. but yeah, like you but know, UFC, but, like, but UFC but, is getting. But UFC. This is great for UFC. It's terrible for MMA as a whole. 
No, and yeah, because terrible because sponsors sport, which is because sponsors are going to be running away from this. They're going to be running away from this, like Toyota, fucking like they always talk about with WWE. Why did WWE go from fucking um, from uh, attitude the attitude era. attitude era to the PG era? Is because if they clean it up, you know, they're not showing boobs. They're not showing you know you know drug use and stone cold you know breaking into someone's house or whatever. If they're not showing that, you know, they clean it up a little bit. Big sponsors will come in and they will pay the money to you know advertise on it and that's how vince mcmahon makes his money it's not off of fucking us buying t-shirts and stuff yeah it's a drop in the bucket it helps but and it's another way to pay the wrestlers but the sponsors are what keeps that thing going that's yeah. why you still see it on tv even though you know it makes more sense just to put it on the internet is because the sponsors you know ford and toyota and stuff like that like the nfl they get paid bank because they have the biggest sponsors you know in the world and the ufc this hurts with the, you know and mma like eric was saying it hurts them because you know, people from Toyota, people that, you know, they're not fans, but, you know, they know what makes business sense. Okay, you got two, three million people watching. Uh, you know, I want to put my, my product on this, but do I want to be associated with it? You know, it comes to that fact. Do I want my do I want my brand associated with this? Do I want yeah. Ford? To, if I'm trying to sell you a fucking Toyota Venza or whatever, like to like a soccer mom or whatever, the you know, the average soccer mom, do I want do I want my brand associated with that? Or am I going to let Modelo Especial um, sponsor it and when it comes to money who has more money toyota or fucking modelo toyota yeah, but traditionally like those those things are like tecate sponsors boxing matches mm -hmm. all the time left and right they know their audience they know that mm -hmm. more than likely a, a beer is gonna be the advertiser yeah. or something like that it's always like uh like you know age 15 to age 45 mm -hmm. male like what are they into Let's go with that. That's the but advertising. Let, let, yeah, let's take that demographic, though. That demographic, you know, let's say, you know, they're going to want it like a Ford Mustang. Let's take me, for example. They're going to yeah. want the new Ford Mustang or whatever. Ford is going to look at that and be like, okay, our dem that, that their demographic are 15 to 35-year-old males, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to want the, you know, Ford Windstar or whatever. They're going to want the Ford Mustang. Again, it goes back to, do I want the Ford brand associated with it? Because when they show back the replays, you know, of, you know, Connor throwing the dolly through the bus and fucking Khabib, you know, jumping into the audience and, you know, doing a, pulling a Ron Artest. Like when they, when they do that, do they, do they want their, their brand associated with that? Their family friendly brand associated with that? Even if it means like, hey, you know, they're not going to see the Ford Mustang, you know, commercial on there. No, they're not they're, And, you know, Ford's not going to put their money down on that. Yeah, I guess. But I think, um, I mean, it's not like the UFC wasn't selling, like, hey, check out our sport. It's very similar to wrestling, like, mm -hmm. with uh, Connor throwing the dolly through the bus. Like, they were selling that. They were selling oh, that. Yeah. We have a bunch of madmen here. Like, that's what they were selling. That they were, they, this is just more they fuel to that circus. fire. They're going to sell these images of And Khabib they've been doing this for a the, while because this is the entertainment era. Because yeah. you look at when DC won the belt, Brock comes in. He does the most WWE thing than WWE. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, allegedly, the story behind that is that uh, the plan had been that whether Stipe or DC won, they were going to call Brock into the into the cage. Yeah, and they did that and then, circus and then, too. And then they did. I mean, I loved and it. Then, but and, that was, and that was going to be the planned circus. But then DC really fucking cut a promo. And I guess uh, Brock Lesnar pushing DC, I guess that was real heat. Because Brock was pissed off that DC made it so much like wrestling. Yeah, you know. And, well, DC's and, a wrestling fan. Well, so. he is. He's a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. But but it, so, but it, it it's but that is a perfect example of where if UFC sets the parameters, we're going to make this entertainment. We're going to make this wrestling. We're going to make this you know over the top. We are going to create a circus out of this, you know. And they are promoting these personalities, you know, because with you know. 
five of the top 15 of any given division, they're there because of their, their uh, personalities. They're not there because of their fighting prowess. You know what I mean? Um, fucking, uh, or, or for other arterial motives, Darren Till didn't deserve a shot against Woodley. They just want to get the strap off of Woodley. Yeah. Fucking, um, oh, that's another they're, fucking they're, thing. Yeah, but they're, they're, you know, they're, they're looking at, uh, and so when, when you, when you say we're going to push the fucking boundaries, but then you put in guys with huge personalities that aren't scripted, they're going to take it somewhere else. Oh, yeah. And and the whole idea that um, Brock Lesnar was going to come in kind of to push things, and then DC brought it in and made it really wrestling. You know what I mean? And he just pushed it over top. That's a perfect fucking example of everything that fucking uh, Conor McGregor does, of what fucking Khabib did, mm-hmm. of all of this shit, and the fact that UFC tries to push it, tries to get everything right to the boundaries, and it's going to all go over the cliff because there's going to be enough people to. You hit push the nail it. on the head though, because like you said, not everyone gets it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Connor gets it. You know, there's there's people, okay, like DC, he gets it. You know what I'm saying? There's there's certain people. Like, um, one of my favorite new fighters, fucking uh, Sean, uh, Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean O'Malley, yeah. Oh, I love that kid. By the way, he got he was cut off of this last card because, yeah, because, uh, because he, he popped. got popped. Yeah. But you know what? But, um, su- my, let me make my point, though. Fucking marijuana. Hey, well, no. That's anyway, legal. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, you see people like that. They get it or whatever. When you talk about fighters, I mean, they're not exactly rocket scientists. You know, just trying to yeah. wrangle fucking, you know, football players in high school, it's fucking yeah. in college or whatever, it's hard enough. Like, you know, you're not dealing with the most mentally stable people and they're taking fucking shots and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gonna be hard. Like once you set the president you get emotions the, involved and yeah. Yeah, once you set the president said that okay, this is okay, yeah, you you basically give license to all those people who don't get it. And this shit's gonna happen. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So well that said, I mean I this is basically going to be a whole fucking full episode just talking about yeah, this. Yeah, shit, fuck that. You want to do Joseph Mengele next week? <laughs> <laughs> we can still do it right now yeah. because I'm, I feel like I'm buttered up. But um, do you have anything else you want to talk for the 229? Um, I hope they clean it up, actually. I mean, the UFC is violent enough as it is. The fight prior to that it was super bloody as hell. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's the level that the UFC should be at, where it's a bloody as hell. This is definitely not for kids. But they're shaking hands afterwards. And but it's they're the shaking cage. hands after that. And everybody gets it. But I do feel like the UFC has done a bad job controlling Conor McGregor. Because he is their money man. They let him run wild. They let him do the Dolly incident. They use it as a promotion. He gets like five days probation or whatever. And like mm-hmm. it's a slap in the wrist. And he's like part owner. And a lot of dudes are taking that personal. And Khabib was not the guy that was that you were going to like do that to. You weren't going to fucking... Put him in there with like whoever, like some up up and comer kind of guy that's like earning his stripes. Like this guy took all of his personal. Like he was not taking the shit talking lightly. It, it backfired on Connor. The shit yeah. talking backfired on yeah. him. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's like the NFL. I mean, that, I mean they've been around for sixty or fucking eighty years, ninety years or whatever it is now. I mean, they're still trying to figure it out. I mean, this is just the nature yeah. of sport. Like. And, you know, the times, you know what I'm saying? You're going to always have to change. I mean, this is going to be like like when WWE, like we just talked about it with Chris Benoit. After the Chris Benoit thing, they had to re-gut yeah. everything. They yeah. had to, how they, you know, their drug testing policy, what they actually show on TV now, like what they allow the wrestlers to do in the ring. I mean, they got to protect these people. You know what I'm saying? These, you know, they might be, you know, um, you know, contractors, but hey, you know, we still got to fucking protect them. You know, we're still yeah. technically morally liable for these people change, yeah. so i mean this is this is a good point i mean from beginning to end you know what i'm saying you know from the whole Derek lewis thing you know that that was cute that was funny um all the way up to the ferguson thing like 
uh, you know, like, hey, you know, <laughs> we got to address those, these I think, things. I think, I think those two fights and the aftermath of both those fights is the epitome of what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. And I, then go from here, build on this and see, okay, this is what we did wrong and not do the whole thing like, well, I'm going to use, like you said, like, you know, this is where they fuck up. Whereas it's like, well, this is going to be gold for the future or whatever. And it's just like, you can't allow that to happen. You got to, you got to, you got to grow from this. Like the cold, like I said, the whole Chris Benoit thing, like you got to be able to grow from this, you know, and after researching, you know, that topic, you know, the Chris Benoit topic, it made me respect WWE a little bit more. Yeah. We kind of hate, hate on the PG era on it. But it was overall in the long run, it was what was best for the wrestlers going forward. It was best for what yeah, the audience, yeah. and it was best for the actual brand itself because it couldn't sustain itself. So it would have imploded even more so after that. So. Yeah, I just I I'm 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 disappointed. <laughs> and I'm disgusted. I I I've lost respect for Khabib. I'd already lost That's a lot of respect. Breaks my heart. I, I already I had already broken. I'd already lost a lot of respect for Connor. Yeah, me too. Um, I've lost a lot of respect for UFC. Um, and I think that this is terrible for the sport. I think this is just going to lead to more of these. The fighters, most MMA fighters, are not warriors. They're not. Um, at least, at least they're the ones artists. That are, at least the ones that. Well, no, that's the thing. The ones that are presented, the ones that really make it, the ones that you know, they're not warriors. They're not artists. They're not. They're just guys with, with puffed out, puffed up chests and egos. And I mean, Colby Covington is probably the worst example, the major example. But they're not that. None of them are that far off. Mm-hmm. They're they're just there to prove that they are to be the loudest, the toughest, the biggest, the whatever the fuck and. And it's bad for the sport because this is not martial arts anymore. This is not respect. This is not an art form anymore. Not not the way that they presented it. Yeah. And it's it's it should be. And it's sad. And loving it as much as I do, it's terrible to watch. And I don't like it. I don't like it as as much as. And I, I won't lie. You know, uh, my reaction when I saw the video for the first time because again I was at a wedding. God damn it. Um, when I saw it, I was like, oh fuck you know and and i was like a big jolt you know and, and so yeah of course you know of course as there's that initial knee you know, lizard brain reaction of oh shit but after the fact like get back and it's like fuck this is sad this is just this yeah. is there's nothing else but sad but you know what at the same time understanding that understanding understanding that and there's that part of me it's like you know there's a lot of things that should happen but you know what's going to happen this is going to make it for a even more compelling quote-unquote rematch and there, and it's just gonna get the well, shit sold out of it. Well, Dana said though, straight up. Somebody asked him during the press conference. They're like, "Are you gonna um, have a rematch in Russia or whatever?" And he goes, "Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not. I'm gonna do everything I can to keep these two camps as separate as possible." Now, yeah. remember when we said earlier, Dana talks in code sometimes. Yeah. Like when he said, "Are you gonna suspend Connor after the whole bus thing?" He was kind of dancing around the thing, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, nothing's gonna mm-hmm. happen to Connor." And you know, the whole thing of, "Are you gonna strip Khabib of his belt?" He was dancing around that. When he says something, it usually is like, okay. He did not He did not explicitly nix Russia. He said that he was keeping the two camps apart. Yeah, so there, yeah. there's not, to me, like, when Dana says, no, I'm going to keep them apart, you know, they, are you fucking crazy? We're, we're not going to have fucking yeah. Khabib and Connor. I mean, and then I don't want to see that either. I don't want to see somebody die just because yeah. I want to see Connor retribution himself. You know, I don't think it's going to happen. I think Connor's heart's not even totally in MMA anymore. He's thinking business-wise. He's yeah. thinking whiskey. He's thinking, you know, August McGregor, you know, suits. You know, so it's just like when you have one foot out the door anyways, yeah, you're going to lose. Like, it's like Rousey. She yeah. already had, like, one foot out the door. Yeah, oh, yeah. And to me, it's just like, yeah, you know, that, that rematch isn't happening. It's going to be Ferguson versus Khabib if Khabib fights anytime soon again. You, you think know? so? I know so. There's yeah. no way you win fucking fight of the night like that and not have fucking Ferguson and Khabib try to for the fifth time. Well, I mean, 
Ferguson did win, and it probably was fight of the night, but he didn't beat Pettis so much as... There's Pettis nobody to, else in the division that makes sense. I mean, you could put but, Eddie Alvarez in there. That's not going to make any sense. Connor's going to make the Well, since when does, that, does UFC no, make sense? No, it's not happening. They don't the, make sense. UFC doesn't make sense. Someone, like I said, Look, if they're smart, they don't. Yeah, if they want to make money, yeah, they're going to do it. But if they're smart, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it, dude. They they're not going to do it. It's going to be, it's going to be Ferguson, Khabib. Okay, what's today's date? Today is October 7th. We're fucking putting that money uh, right now. Here, here's really quickly, this is what I want to say. Because I don't feel like, I don't feel disappointed in, in Connor or Khabib at all. I, I am disappointed that the UFC is letting these guys kind of do whatever oh, they sure. want. Like the UFC was totally all about Connor. As much as they want to act disgusted by the whole bus incident and all that they weren't. It's they sold it. They used that footage over yeah. and over. Oh, yeah. and they want to show it, and and they have to realize like these are there's consequences. You know, Con- Connor is. I, I agree. I think he's more of a businessman now. I think he's going down that road, and this other guy's not fucking around. Like I don't understand yeah. why the UFC keeps thinking that that they're gonna be able to control these guys. And, and yeah, no, and they're they're, they're just not. They're just some of these guys are coming out like you know. They're not all Khabibs, but, you know, some of them are coming out from, like, really bad areas where, like, like it's life or death for them, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, and it's only a matter of time. If you keep pushing these guys, and I'm not saying don't let them trash talk each other anymore, but That's never at least, right, have, right, 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 at least right. have consequences. Like, everybody knew that. I think Joe Rogan was talking about how Connor got the biggest, like, slap in the wrist. Like, oh, get out of here. You know, you're, you're the biggest star. We're going to do anything to you. And you can't let that stuff slide. You no. can't. You cannot let Connor just do dumb things like that and then expect like a brawl to to not break out in, in, on live TV. And they knew it was gonna happen because Dana even said like this is the most police presence we've ever had in an event, and something still happened. And one of the things that I they think knew it was gonna happen. People, people, Brandon Schaub even called yeah. it. Yeah, it, it didn't really like click for me at, at, during the live thing, but I guess like a lot of the police presence got all the celebrities out of there. And that's why Connor was left alone on the ring, and let two dudes jump. Those two dudes jumped the fence and got him. Oh yeah, they got the important people out. Yeah, they got all the Jay Zs yeah, yeah. out of there. Exactly. Not the guys. Yeah. Now, as, as important as Connor is, he's still yeah. he's still getting paid to be in the cage and fight someone. Yeah. So get all the people that are liabilities. Get there were a couple pe- of those red get, coat get, guys. Get in there. all of the people. Ashton Kutcher. Are, get all the people that are not contractually obligated to be there. Yeah. Well, out of the fucking Dana way. Dana White was like, you know, the mayor's here or the governor or whatever. Yeah. 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 They do have to get those guys out of there too. I mean. Right, and I mean, kidding. there's yeah, there's a certain there's a certain precedent. You know, yeah. there's you know, you got to get certain officials out of there first for sure, absolutely for sure. But you know, hey. You make uh, more than X amount of money, and you know a quarter of the population of the United States uh, knows who you are. Um, you're not in any real danger, but you might get hit by a beer bottle. Let's get yeah. you the fuck out of here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're trying to cut their losses. Yeah, exactly. Right. Anyways, uh, this has been a good discussion. Yeah. Anything uh, else? Uh, no, nothing. But if we're predicting the next fight, I think they'll give Connor like some weak redemption fight where he fights like. I, I think Connor fights. Fight Diaz. I think he might fight fight Diaz. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like the Diaz, only other fight, like Diaz, a trilogy fight. Diaz has been pretty adamant against that. Diaz is ever since Connor uh, pulled he beats, his shit. He beats, he beats Poirier, and they do it again. This yeah, but that. but he has been pretty adamant against fighting McGregor. So he's unless, also not all there. In the unless head. he has it. Well, that's true. That's a fact. <laughs> if he has a change of heart, but I mean, like he he thinks Connor should just be gone out, and he's not totally wrong. You know, but. As big as a fan I am, I think he needs to he needs to do what Rousey did. Hey, cut your losses, um, start a new career. I mean, you look at Ronda when she lost for the second time against Amanda Nunes. Everyone's like, oh, she's done for the rest of her life. 
gave it six months, everybody forgot about that. Now she's doing better than she ever has in WWE. Yeah, so. that's true. The only people that still talk about that stuff is people that are really looking deep, deep down invested. Ronda Rousey is still, yeah, her. She's her relevant. She's still is, putting is out movies. Stuff. You know, yeah. she's she's making more money. Fucking, you know. She has boobies. Movies. Yeah. No, I know. What movies does she oh. have? Some Mark Wahlberg one recently. I don't know what it's called, but hey, you get she's getting paid for it. Anyways. Anyways. Let's move on. Uh, not yet dead apparel. Yeah, not dead apparel. Tell your mama and your boobies. There you go. I was gonna say that too. Elizabeth Jackman. <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Uh, dead, not dead yet apparel. E. B. Castillo. At checkout. At checkout for ten percent. That's right. Ten percent off. off. That's and right. Potentially no, free shipping no, 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 if you play your cards right. Nothing else. Um, buy some proper whiskey, why don't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, It'll I, help you. Uh, yeah. Get over. Uh, R&J Review huh? America on Facebook. The group. Five Star Reviews. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. yeah. Keep it classy, America. We get out there.